You're listening to Market Scale Pro AV. I'm your host, Sean Heath, and today I have a chance to have a conversation with the president and COO of Diversified, Kevin Collins. Kevin, how are you today? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Let's go ahead and get the one traditional question out of the way. Give me the path that led you from, say, first year in college to where you are today with Diversified. Uh, well, it's a, I guess everybody has interesting stories, but it is an interesting story. So uh, as I was working through my uh, school, my college years, I, I got a degree in business communications. And uh, my last year of college, I got a job with an integrator as a delivery driver, actually, uh, because the schedule worked around my school schedule. Um, started seeing that was a broadcast integrator. This would have been in the mid to late 1980s, um, around 85, 86. And uh, I just was like, what is it that we're doing here? And became very interested in what we were doing. Um, and as I was not busy doing deliveries, I would work on uh, technical work in working inside racks and uh, wiring up systems. And uh, as I graduated from college, uh, you know, pivotal point in my career was the, uh, I let the owner of that business know I, it was a part-time job and that I was going to leave and go find a full-time job. And uh, he felt that I had shown a lot of interest in the technology and, and that I had a good way with people and I should think about trying to get into sales. So he gave me an opportunity to be a junior salesperson. And uh, I worked there for seven or eight years. Uh, it was a company called Turner Engineering. And uh, after that period, uh, I became the sales manager over the years uh, through attrition and, and just uh, performance, I guess. And then I joined uh, Fred D'Alessandro, who's the founder of Diversified, when it was a very small company. There was less than 10 of us. And, uh, you know, I, I took that journey with Fred from here to today. and. Some things about the way we work have not changed and, and, and thousands of other things have, but uh, really we were always hyper-focused from the beginning to the uh, customer experience and, and supporting each other as employees uh, to, to do the best we could. And uh, as we grew our business over time, uh, you know, Diversified grew in, a, a, I think, a classic hockey stick way where... It was, uh, uh, you know, the, we're 25 years old now, and uh, that was 1993 when I started with Diversified. Um, the first 15 years was a slow, steady, organic growth, and the last 10 years have been very rapid, uh, I think, due to the changing marketplace and the ubiquity of the solutions that we provide, uh, you know, the, the spreading out through the market of uh, collaboration, presentation, uh, the fragmentation of the broadcast industry to so many multiple uh, content outlets so that uh, with things like Netflix and, and, and the Internet and Yahoo and Amazon, just the, the content creation has gone through the roof. So uh, when I started in the business in the 80s, it was really all about the major networks and we didn't even do AV. Um, and as we matured over the years, we just saw opportunities to take our skill sets and diversify our business across multiple verticals. And, uh, you know, I've always felt that as Diversified has evolved, we really are a creature of what our customers want to see in a company. And, you know, what we are today, I think, really epitomizes that, that the, 
the breadth of services that we offer are really, there's a common weave between them all, which is uh, audio and video. Um, you know, whether that's uh, in our broadcast business or our AV presentation or a medical innovation or even in our IT and our network infrastructure uh, capabilities, they really are to support networks that are moving media. Um, so uh, we've seen the convergence coming for years, and I think we've well positioned ourselves to take advantage of that. And uh, that, that's kind of what's brought me to uh, this place today. Looking at the broad spread of the industries that you are a part of, I don't know necessarily that you could have picked a better name for the company. The list of things, uh, I just want to run down them. Medical innovation, obviously you work media and entertainment, digital media, business consulting, advanced visual environments, sports, mission critical installations. But I'm really interested in a project that I know you're working on that ties into your vertical of federal solutions. I, I, I don't think it's too much of a secret, but can you tell me a little bit about what exactly you're doing for the Statue of Liberty? That is so interesting. Oh, it's a, you know, it's a wonderful. I, uh, you know, one of my favorite parts about this business is coming up with, uh, sitting with creative people, architects, content creators, and them coming up with a vision of an experience and uh, trying to bring our engineering prowess, prowess to that. And, uh, you know, I'll make jokes with customers. I'll say, listen, you come up with the, uh, you, you come up with the, the dream and we'll manage the nightmare of making it work. Um, so uh, what we're doing at the uh, Liberty, uh, Statue of Liberty is really a customer, a visitor, uh, I, I call it a visitor experience center. So you're coming to see the Statue of Liberty. It's an interactive experience to tell you the story of immigration into the United States in a very immersive there's, uh, there's lots of LED in there. There's lots of touch interactive. So you can dig down, find out about the history, even your own personal family. There's ties in to some of the screens to ancestry.com and things like that. Um, but, you know, three-dimensional sound and it walks you through a story. Um, so it's being built at the base of the uh, Statue of Liberty. And, and we've been involved with that project and the National Park Service for Probably three years. We got we got hired initially under a a, a consulting uh, engagement to just work with their creative teams and the park service to talk about what this customer experience is, what technology is available today, and 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 you know where we might take this. You know, as recently as ten years ago, you wouldn't have been able to do this project because the technology just didn't exist. But as I don't have to tell you, the speed of advancement and involvement in technology has allowed you to sort of, you've probably changed your approach in the three years since you've started this project. Now you probably see some things and you think, oh man, we could have used that two years ago. Uh, talk to me about some yeah. other things that you see evolving really rapidly within the technological aspect. Well, I mean, using your example of that, I mean, what the way we thought we would distribute content for that Statue of Liberty project three years ago was, uh, you know, a digital media baseband video, HDMI type of world. And today, now that we're actually building it, we completely pivoted and are putting in a IP-based solution. In this case, it's a, it's a Crestron MVX 
for the content distribution and management to all the different screens and um, <clears throat> you know there's, there's several hundred endpoints in that in that experience so that's an example where as it's evolving we try to keep the customers aware of uh, evolutions in technology the other thing that i think is important for a company like ours or anybody that does what we do is uh, I, I term it this way, we will bring you to the leading edge on a stable platform, but we will not let you go to the bleeding edge. I mean, I definitely have customers that get very excited and want to do things that are, you know, maybe in a sense, theoretically possible, but I do try to keep their feet on the ground and say, theoretically, yes, we could do this. Theoretically, this technology is out, but it's not proven. And We'd like to do some proof of performance. We'd like to dig a little deeper before you commit to doing it in this way. So I think that's important. It has to be exciting to see your customer's dream, but it has to be much more fulfilling to see your customer's dream done. Uh, it's the most satisfying part of the, the job is to, uh, you know, just take it from concept to completion, and, and, uh, and particularly when the customers are thrilled. Um, you know, that's what I really like about the, the AVE part of our business and the experiential and even the medical. There's, uh, there's, there's such an enthusiasm when we come in with the, the final solution at the end of the day. But uh, you know, in the broadcast vertical, uh, the, they're, they're, they're so engineering driven and so technology driven. We deliver these amazing solutions and they're like, yeah, that's what I expected, <laughs> which is fun. But, uh, it's great to see the enthusiasm. Well, let's talk about, uh, you know, the speed of technology seems to dominate most of the conversations that I have these days. And the IP transport mechanism that you're talking about is you're pretty close to the bleeding edge there. I don't want to, I don't want to call you a fibber, but you're pretty close. I mean, that's incredibly advanced. Do you see something in the near future as from your position as a thought leader in the industry, do you see something kind of out there off of the edge and you think, huh, that might be the next thing? Well, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of interesting technologies in, in audio and, and, uh, 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 that add to that immersive experience and video. But uh, <clears throat> I think what, what's what been advantageous to us is across all these verticals. Like, for example, in our broadcast or what we call media and entertainment business, that IP revolution is a much more mature, right? It's been going on a few more years, and we've learned a lot. When we build, we're working on a project now in New York at Hudson Yards for CNN, building their new New York uh, facility where all their shows will come out of New York and and you know the 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 equipment areas are really data centers now we're really building uh, massive high high bandwidth networks and the devices that we're putting into the networks are really virtually mounted into a virtual environment so to try to explain what I mean is if if I'm a uh, a video server, I'm just telling you I'm on the network and how many inputs and outputs I have. I don't have dedicated signals wired to me. I'm just virtually available on the network. So that has required a complete change in mindset about how you approach system design, system testing, and ongoing system maintenance. So as that revolution is is quickly catching up on the AV side, you know, we, we're we're able to bring to bear a lot of that experience. 
uh, across platforms. And, uh, you know, I just think that the convergence of everything to a network and it really plays in the IOT, right? So we have, we have a digital signage division where we manage content delivery for digital signage networks, mostly in retail applications to hundreds of thousands of endpoints every day. But we monitor the content and the devices in an IOT kind of a way, right? You know, every device can be monitored on a network. And, uh, and then security comes into play. So say we have a security division. One of the nuances we've been working on now is we have a security camera. It's an IOT device on a network. We want to monitor the communication from that device to figure out if somebody's hijacking that video signal. Uh, they're not interjecting video, they're taking video from it. You know, these nuances are, uh, you know, I think a really valuable service to a customer. We can educate them on what they should be aware of, and we can provide them with services and tools to, uh, to, to manage this sort of new environment. All right, so I'm going to put you on the spot here. I gave you unlimited, uh -huh. unlimited budget. Pick a building or an installation anywhere in the world. And you okay. get to retrofit and outfit that building to whatever your design architectural desire. You can completely outfit a building, any building in the world. Which one are you choosing, Kevin? Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a classicist at heart. So, you know, I would pick something like the Louvre in Paris or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that uh, that that uh, visitors are going to be extremely thrilled to see the Mona Lisa on an, uh, on an OLED screen, but Hey, you know, well, you know, people need to be educated about the art they're looking at. So, uh, you know, I can think of a lot of creative things that we could do to enhance the experience of you understanding what it is you're actually, actually viewing. Well, you know, talking about this, that idea of being able to, to outfit a building, You've now given me another reason to want to go to New York once all the snow melts. I am definitely going to see your Statue of Liberty. I'm very excited about that. That's something that seems like a thing I must go see. Yeah, no, I encourage anybody to go online and, and Google it. You can see some of the renderings and stuff. But the actual experience, I'll, I'll be glad to host you and walk you through it and talk, talk to you, take you through the story of how we came to this version. I, I will take you up on that, sir. Today, I've had the pleasure of talking to Kevin Collins, the president and COO from Diversified. Kevin, thanks for taking the time today. I really have appreciated it. Thank you. I really enjoyed the conversation. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries.